Uh, Jill Rutter joins me from the Institute for Government. Jill, very good evening. Um, good evening, Ian. Just, uh, this is, a, I think it's totally unprecedented for this situation to occur. Is our constitution up to dealing with it? Uh, not really, because uh, because being Brits, we like a sort of constitution where we muddle through and just take whatever is flung at us. Um, but at least the Prime Minister had the prescience to, if you like, anoint Dominic Raab as the person who would, uh, would deputise for him should this arise. So what we're spared, therefore, is that he's sort of jockeying immediately for position between the various people who might think, well, this is my crisis, I'm in charge, whether that's Michael Gove, whether that's Rishi Sunak, whether that's Matt Hancock. So uh, Dominic Raab chaired the meeting today. We'll go on chairing the meeting this week to deal with the coronavirus crisis when Cabinet meets again. If the Prime Minister is still not back, Dominic Raab would would chair that. And if there were PMQs, uh, that might seem a bit far off with Parliament in recess, then you imagine Dominic Raab would step up to that so uh, so that's a sort of arrangement so at least the prime minister had made preparations even though we're not like the u.s where we have it all written out in the constitution with a sort of pecking order we do that for the royal family uh, but we don't do that for prime ministers and how will this affect the modus operandi of the government working because obviously the cabinet office is coordinating the government response michael goves in charge of of that um he in this scenario is um effectively number two i suppose to dominic raab in the pecking order well i mean michael goves may have thought that actually given his critical role in the cabinet office he was a more logical uh, logical person to step in for the prime minister than dominic raab uh, I think the really critical thing is do the other member of the cabinet, cabinet accept Dominic Raab's authority, it, particularly if Dominic Raab is not able to sort of be very obviously channeling the prime minister if he'd been sort of, you know, saying, well, I've spoken to Boris Johnson, what he wants is X, Y, Z. If it's, you know, so if there are disputes between the ministers, then the big advantage of being the prime minister is you're the guy that hires and fires them all, you know, the Prime Minister is actually in a very strong personal position because he was the person who got that stocking great mandate in December. So he could assert his authority and say, actually, you know, I've listened to all of you. This is what we're going to do. We always remember the things about Margaret Thatcher in her cabinet saying, you know, well, you know, you know 21 in favour, one against, I'm against, so, you know, we're against. I mean, you know, that's what Prime Ministers can do. Uh, they're very much first among equals. The issue, I think, will be not so much, I think, immediately this week, because this week is really about delivery. It's about delivery of tests. It's about delivery of the economic support package, delivery of the scaled-up NHS capacity, making sure that universal credit can cope. And that is all going to be done by departments. So I think the really difficult thing, I think some people have been saying this, is when there are big strategic calls to be made, the sort of call that really have to stop with the Prime Minister and where people will have very different views. We've heard stories over the weekend that, you know, and perfectly understandably, given their respective viewpoints, the Health Department and the Treasury are taking different lines on when do we start easing up on the lockdown, when do we start to say, well, actually, the health system can now manage, uh, but it's absolutely critical that we don't sort of basket case the economy for years and years and years. So, uh, that's the sort of call that really has to come back to somebody 
you know, who is not just Prime Minister's sort of or acting Prime Minister in name only, but who has the authority of a proper Prime Minister. And that's when we really need Boris Johnson to be back in action. Jill, thank you very much. That's Jill Rutter, Senior Research Fellow at UK in a Changing Europe and the Institute for Government. Uh, 0345